I guess it might help if I unmute. Hello, <laughs> my name is Rob, <laughs> and uh, I will be your host this evening. That's all I got. Happy Friday. I can. <laughs> I don't. Uh, how about now? I think it's me? a signal. It's it's garbling you. Now I hear you. Oh. Huh. You 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 oh, turned great. into a transformer for a minute. Gotcha. Hell yeah. So uh, we've got a, <laughs> a handful of topics to discuss tonight. Uh, first and foremost, um, the Grand Rapids police executed a black man the other day. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about the reputation for this kind of shit and uh, a little bit about the protests that have happened, rightfully so, as a response to the murder. Um, Oklahoma and Kentucky have passed bills banning abortions. We're going to take a good little bit of time to talk about that. Uh, it seems to be a trend, and that's fucking alarming. Uh, the New York City subway shooting. I mean, how could we not talk about that? Especially since the guy was posting on YouTube about uh, housing issues, etc. Um, beware, though. Seriously, beware of like these lone wolf leftist types. Um, we're going to spend a very brief moment talking about, uh, what the IMF chief said to, uh, well, yesterday about, uh, war and inflation. So that'll be exciting. And then, uh, it's weird for this to not be the main focus of this, uh, but, um, you know, we do have a Ukraine update, of course, uh. Russians, Russia's flagship was sunk. Um, that's pretty significant. Um, and then Musk is trying to buy Elon is is trying to buy Twitter for like forty three billion dollars. Mm. Why? Yeah. In the name of free speech. <laughs> That's going to be great to talk about. <laughs> Wonder how he's going to feel about all the people who call him out. <laughs> how, how's he going to treat that free speech? Oh, my God. Right. Um, so if you look below you in the video description, you will see a link um there's a trigger warning on it but i'm gonna like give you my own warning it is a very graphic uh video um to say that it angered me does not even begin um he he was literally face down on the ground and shot in the back of the head for that reason I'm not That's trying next. to. 
uh, yeah, like like I was saying, I'm not trying to show that on the air. Um, but I do have video from protests. Hold on. Give me just a second here to open it up. Um, but the video was released, I want to say yesterday. We're pre-recording this last night. Uh, Wednesday, the video was released, and there was a over four-hour-long protest uh, in downtown Grand Rapids. I'm surprised I mean, the city's not burning at this point. To be honest, me too. Um, this video is from uh, Fox 17 out of West Michigan. That is an excellent face. <laughs> right. Gotta love that face. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, that's that's painful. Right. I still have the street. The show will begin shortly. Thing on. That's funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey guys, I think we're into the show now. Anyway, I'm sorry. What were you starting to say, Trisha? I don't fucking remember now. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think it was about his face. Just oh, Should I just hit play. <laughs> just hit play. Feel... It's getting awkward looking at that expression <laughs> on his face. All contorted. I can't. <laughs> Fuck. The crowd built, but now it's diminished. There, you there are relatively right? few people still out here right now. A protest has been uh, planned uh, for this weekend, but that's actually been moved up to five o'clock today. Um, and uh, Doug Reardon is at that demonstration right now, just a couple of blocks away from where we are right now with the very latest there, Doug. Yeah, good afternoon, Josh. I'd be surprised if you can't hear this from where you are, just about two blocks up the road at GRPD headquarters. We're down here at Rosa Park Circle. I'm gonna let you listen for just a second to this protest. So, so far this afternoon, Josh, we've heard from about four or five speakers. In fact, one gentleman was someone who has been a community activist here for a long time who said his cousin was killed by Chicago police. So there are a lot of people with close connections to this. But 10 days ago was when Patrick Loyola was killed. We have been waiting for this video ever since, and so has this crowd. They've been uh, gathering very slowly here. We've seen signs with Patrick's name on it. We've seen signs with Black Lives Matter on it. Uh, and there's about a group of 200 people here right now. And uh, we have gotten a chance to talk to a couple of people who uh, were really upset by that video. They watched it, same as we did when it was announced during that presentation and shown in that video. Uh, and they were, of course, very, very upset by it, very disturbed by it. And they want to know the name of the officer. We know that Chief Winstrom said we don't name suspects until they're charged. That's going to be the case with the officers. I want to I want to elaborate a little bit on that. I, I understand, uh, you know, that in a normal criminal proceeding you wouldn't announce the name until charges are filed right because then at that point it's public record but when it comes to a public employee i don't think that those rules should apply ever fuck no fuck no they're trying to protect a murderous pig exactly and, and that screams cover-up to me to be blunt about it Right. I mean, we knew we knew who Chauvin was like the day after George Floyd, George George Floyd was killed. Why do we not know this cop's name? 
Well, I mean, in Chauvin's case, other people had a camera pointed at him. Whereas, yeah, right. at least as far as I know, the only footage released is the body cam from the murderous pig. Um, but still, there's no excuse for trying to protect his fucking identity. If anything, that motherfucker should already be behind bars. This right. is undeniably a fucking cold-blooded murder. This was an execution. This was not anything he can even try to claim is self-defense. You don't shoot somebody on the ground in the back of the head in self-defense of any fucking thing. Right. Right. Uh, Governor, Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer is, or has promised that the Michigan State Police will be conducting a thorough independent investigation. Um, but the Michigan State Police doesn't have a much better track record. No. And I mean, to be honest, I think that they're going to try to protect one of their own. That's just my take on it. Um, anyway, I'm sorry. Let's get back to the video. As well, so that is the one lingering question here for a lot of folks that we talk to just out and about saying we don't know the name of this officer. We want to know that. Uh, so right now, things are just kind of in that settling phase. People are getting here. Uh, we've seen a lot of people trickling in in the last couple of minutes. So I think the plan for this group is to uh, hear a couple more people, a couple more activists, a couple more organizers before they head up the street, Josh, to where you are at Grand Rapids Police Headquarters or at least as close as they can get with those barriers that we've seen. So uh, we're going to send it back to you, Josh, up the road. And we'll check in with you in a couple minutes here as this starts to uh, get going the way it's supposed to. Uh, so back to you for now, Josh. Yeah, Doug, you mentioned the concrete barriers and the fencing that was put up uh, right in front of uh, Grand Rapids Police Headquarters. As that video was being released, a forklift actually came and pushed these concrete barriers and the fencing right up against the wall of uh, Grand Rapids Headquarters. Uh, the police department had said that initially uh, that these were set up as an abundance of caution, uh, that they were still here, though, to allow essential personnel to come in and out. They don't need that anymore, and they've pushed this up against uh, the wall of the headquarters. Uh, though, as you mentioned, the, the, the protest is happening down there. There's still activity here right now outside of Grand Rapids Police Headquarters. Our coverage will not be over. Uh, we're talking about the businesses in this area that have responded to uh, what happened. They're taking their own protections. We have that coming up as well as a timeline of all the events. Uh, we'll have much more coverage of the release of this video throughout the hour. You can stay with Fox 17 on air, and remember, you can find all of our stories on this case on fox17online.com. All right. So the other video There we go. The other video was sent to me, well sent to us, I guess I should say, um by Josh. This is Four years ago, this is another incident that was investigated. Uh, well, this one was an internal investigation. But the complaint was made on uh, on the behalf of an innocent 11-year-old girl who had a gun pointed at her and was detained during a stabbing investigation. So it basically, my, my goal here is to show that this is not the first time that the Grand Rapids Police Department Department has used excessive force for no good goddamn reason. Yeah, it's par for the course with them. Right. Right. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Turn around. Turn around. 
So right at the beginning of that video, right, like, obviously this kid's freaking out. I understand that, but, like, seriously, like, having her at gunpoint and then putting handcuffs on her, for what? Right. It's a little kid that they're traumatizing. What the right. fuck? Right, and, and then they're acting like she's in the wrong for being upset about it. Right, yelling at her to stop screaming, like, what would you do if you were 11 fucking years old? And you're already traumatized because somebody in your household just got fucking stabbed. And now the cops are going to traumatize you and put cuffs on you, too? No. Not okay. But, again, that's just Grand Rapids police for you. They don't give a flying fuck. Right. Um, I... I ended up taking it out because I didn't I didn't want to go too long on this, uh, but there was another incident that uh, Josh sent video for that was three years ago, and it's it's another example just like that. Like you watch it and you're like, how the fuck did they even think this was okay? Well, it's part of the problem. With pigs being able to hide behind a badge and claim absolute fucking authority, like they get to do whatever the fuck they feel is appropriate and justify it with, well, I felt like it. And it's a moment of, uh, excuse me, fuck your feelings. <laughs> you know, you don't right, get to just right. tormenting people, terrorizing people and being like, but it's okay for me to do because I have this badge. For sure. I am trying to see if there was protest today, which would be yesterday for you lovely people. Tomorrow, there certainly will be protests. There's already been protests planned for Friday. Uh, there was a protest in Flint today about shooting in Grand Rapids. Let's take a look at that. Oh, God damn it. What? Oh, I accidentally, I accidentally clicked one of the things off the side. tonight in Flint in the wake of the shooting death of a black man during a traffic stop in Grand Rapids. And more demonstrations today in the West Michigan City where the family of Patrick Leoya is calling on the officers to face charges. Leoya was shot in the head while he was on the ground and appearing to struggle with the officer. Protesters in Flint tell TV5's Kendall Keys police need to be held accountable for the way they use force. If you ain't disgusted and outraged, you ain't paying attention. 
What if that was your son? Sharon Campbell is angered over the death of 26-year-old Patrick Leoya. He was shot and killed by a Grand Rapids police officer after a struggle during a traffic stop on April 4th. Just as a young black man in these communities, you know, you can relate. You know, I've been down there on the ground fighting with police before um, just to see how that video played out and just, you know, how the malicious taking of a life was just done. Now, I'm just saddened. I'm hurt, but, you know, I use that pain for action. Dewan Robinson is taking action by organizing this demonstration in Flint. We have to do something now. The president of the Flint chapter of Black Lives Matter is demanding policy change. We are wanting to hold accountability for the Grand Rapids Police Department, and we're also holding those accountable in our own community. Our Genesee County Sheriff Department, also Flint Police Department, and Flint Township Police Department. And we're also standing in solidarity for Mr. John Fleming. John Fleming, seen on the ground in this video, was reportedly punched by a Genesee County Sheriff's deputy after being falsely accused of shoplifting from a Flint Township Walmart. Fleming and his sister say this has to stop. He is an entrepreneur, a father of two kids. He was just at Walmart shopping for his business where he was profiled as a thief. Last week, Genesee County Sheriff Chris Swanson said his office is investigating the incident involving Fleming. I don't want my boys growing up wondering if they can walk in Walmart without being profiled as a thief. And though this protest is hours away from the incident in Grand Rapids, these protesters say their message is the same and they aren't backing down. Even those um, who are not in Grand Rapids. We're feeling it here in Flint. We're coming with pure force and we mean fire with fire and whatever is necessary by all means, um, we want to get accountability. Reporting in Flint, I'm Kendall Keyes. Attorneys for. Glad to see that, um, you know, that Flint is standing in solidarity. Right. Uh, That's we got a. No, no, it really isn't. Uh, we got about five minutes left, roughly, on this uh, topic. If you've got anything else you want to add, mm, can't really think of much other than this is why we need to completely fucking abolish the police. They don't work. Right. Well, yeah, we'll we'll be talking about that more um, when we get to the New York City subway shooter. Um, Yeah, there's a lot of things about that situation that simply don't add up. And I'm not trying to, like, call it a conspiracy or whatever, but there's so much shit that just doesn't add up. There's 600 cameras in the vicinity of that fucking subway station, right. and none of them worked. None of them worked. I call bullshit. That sounds to me like mass erasure of the footage. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Actually, we can just do that first because, I mean, it makes sense. We're kind of on this, you know, defund the police kick already anyway. Um, so I guess let's start with, <laughs> with the basics. Okay, so New York City has an $11 billion annual fucking budget, right? The NYPD monitors all of the cameras from the mass transit authority right there are over 600 cameras in the vicinity of the station where the shooting occurred and not one of them was working 
And then on top of that, the one cop that managed to show up to the scene somehow was telling people to call 911 because his radio wasn't working. Not to mention that according to the NYPD, they have like 35,000 officers, right? That's a fucking army, Mm -hmm. first of all. And so like there's supposed to be a certain number of cops like on every subway train at every subway station to prevent things like this because there was a uh a subway shooting back in 1984 uh i believe it was 1984 it was definitely in the 1980s um that you know showed concerns for things like this happening again so we give them all this money every year well, not we, we don't live there, but the people of New York give them all this money every year to assure that things like that don't happen. And then when it does happen, there's one cop that shows up several minutes later, right? And his radio don't work. And then there's no footage of any of it because the cameras don't work. And there's then, too much bullshit there to be a coincidence. And then there's like a 24-hour manhunt, right? And we just discussed how the NYPD has 35,000 officers, which is a fucking army, right? Initiating a manhunt in coordination with the FBI. And the dude called the tip line on himself to say, hey, I'm at McDonald's in Manhattan right now. Like, you mean to tell me he didn't even leave New York City and they couldn't find him? Yeah, I think that part's bullshit, too. Who the fuck just calls the tip line on themselves like, oh, I'm I'm right here. Come get me. Yeah, yeah, I really don't get it. The whole story sounds like a big stinking pile of bullshit. Yeah. Um, And then the dude who is now in custody that was arrested as a suspect. First of all, first time I've ever heard of a of a not white mass shooter. Um, And I mean, he had been posting angry rants on YouTube uh, talking about the housing crisis. Uh, looks like we lost Rob there. I tried messaging him to let him know that he froze. Just give this a moment. He'll be back. 
420 break if you got them, smoke them. There you are. Yeah. Welcome back. All right. So where were we? About halfway through the discussion on the subway shooter. That's where we were. Um, I don't know if I'm going to have to like edit that. I don't know what happened. But uh, yeah, I'm sure it's going to be awkward regardless of how it gets edited. So you're welcome. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Gotta love the signal issues. At first I yeah, was like, right. is it is it my shit? And I tried typing you a message there like uh I'm losing you. <laughs> and then you were just completely gone, like okay. <laughs> right. Just froze and went silent. Like, all right. Sweet. Uh fuck. All right, so anyway, um, I think that they're going to try to blame all leftists for this type of... They're already calling it a terrorist attack, right? So they're going to try to blame all leftists for it. it and well, you, I, I want to... What? Let, let's pause for a moment that though because okay if someone's going on angry rants about the housing crisis is that who's gonna go to public transportation to play shooting up fucking games no no if, if somebody i mean i, I don't think so either over the housing crisis you'd think they would go target some landlords or banks or something along those lines where there's people who are actually doing the shit that's affecting the fucked up housing market. 
I mean, regardless, I do think that we should use it as a moment to advise caution of adventurous type lone wolf type people um, in our in our leftist circles. Um, but no, I completely agree. I think it's very unlikely that somebody that was angry about those issues would act out in the way he did. Uh, however, I mean, there could be a history of mental illness that we don't that we don't know about. And in fact, since some of his posts did uh, discuss the I, I believe it was a meat grinder he referred to it as uh, care op, um, in New York, which the mayor, you know, instantly was like, oh, yeah, we got to make sure not to leave New Yorkers behind. We we can do better on that. But like. But like, really? Uh, however, in that same speech, he was talking about cracking down on ghost guns and trying to implement a gun ban. Uh, which also, if I remember correctly, was brought up by some other Democrat like a week ago. So, you know. Have they not seen how ineffective that is? Look at Chicago. Well, I mean, hell, even look at New York. I mean, they don't have an outright gun ban, but they don't exactly have gun-friendly laws either. Right, but like Chicago has an all-out fucking ban, from what I understand, and uh, it it's only made crime worse. <laughs> Fuck, that that doesn't solve anything. Especially, okay, do none of them stop and think that? Okay, say even even if he did actually do this, and for that reason, don't you think maybe the reason should be addressed first? Of like. Fuck, maybe people wouldn't be getting driven to violence over a lack of housing if we fixed the fucking housing situation. Right. But far be it from a politician to have a real fucking solution hit their goddamn pea brain. Agreed. Um, I don't really have much more to add about the subway shooting. Um, but I do want to take a moment also to point out that, uh, ultimately the issue is capitalism. Even if the official account is true and the guy that they said did it, did it for the reasons that he said he was going to do something or whatever. I don't know. The channel is down now, so I can't really go verify it on my own. Um, but anyway, point is, though, that even if the story itself is accurate, the issue here is still capitalism. These kind of crimes are done out of desperation. The, the mental illnesses that people often have when they do these type of things are also a byproduct of capitalism. Um, yep. I mean, same thing for addiction and suicide, if we really want to get down to it. Our society is not designed for the human spirit. That's all it comes down to. Um, Absolutely agreed. Um, that's that's actually part of what Amanda and I were talking about earlier. Right there. Of, you know, how 
how much um, less crime as well as less mental illness we would be seeing if we were not living under this fucked capitalist system. Because not only is it exploiting every facet of your fucking existence, but it leaves you no time to connect with anyone or anything on a genuine level around you. Um, keeps you fucking separated from anything of value about life itself. Keeps you from actually living. Of course, we're seeing fuck tons of people dealing with psychiatric issues, you know, or being driven to crime or both. It's unhealthy. It is flat out fucking unhealthy. Agreed. Um, so, yeah, speaking of unhealthy, um, well, I mean, you should have the links. I, I think that I'm kind of just going to let you take this one away. Uh, the Oklahoma and Kentucky abortion bills. Um, I was figuring we can do another 20 minutes on that like we did on uh, Patrick Loyoya. Oh, my God. Why can I not say that? Because it is a difficult name. Loyoya? Yeah. It's a tongue twister. Um, Give me a second. I'm scrolling through those links. I thought I'd seen them earlier in Teams when you were dropping all the stuff in there. I'm seeing Ukraine. I'm seeing the New York City subway shooting. Oh, it was Um, supposed to be. It was supposed to be number two, but we did it number three. That's why. I'm scrolling up higher. There we go. Aha. So I'd like to first start with saying, fuck you, state of Oklahoma, for even fucking trying to do this. Um, <laughs> this is fucked and, up. And Kentucky. Uh, the Oklahoma governor. Well, yeah, Kentucky too. And they're, they're both. Uh, yeah, they're both terrible bills. Uh, well, actually, I think they've passed in both cases, so I guess they would officially be laws now. But they're both fucking absolutely terrible. Um, they're a little bit different, but same goal. With, and the goal uh, is the oppression of women. Yeah. Uh, with Oklahoma, the governor, Kevin Stitt, signed the bill that would make performing an abortion a felony except in the case of a medical emergency. Um, officials acknowledge the measure is destined for a court challenge. Stitt said, quote, we want Oklahoma to be the most pro-life state in the country. We want to outlaw abortion in the state of Oklahoma. End quote. Well, fucking good for you. You don't have the right to impose that on other people who don't agree with you, motherfucker. Um, It's the latest conservative jurisdiction to enact a new restriction on abortion as Republican-led states across the country push to limit reproductive rights. The recent wave of bills restricting abortion comes as the country awaits the U.S. Supreme Court's decision in a landmark reproductive rights case. Some legal experts predict the conservative court could weaken or even overturn the constitutional right to an abortion in the first two trimesters of the pregnancy that's guaranteed in Roe v. Wade. Uh, The only person who should have the power to decide whether you need an abortion is you, no matter where you live or how much money you make, said Tamia Cox-Torre, the executive director of the ACLU of Oklahoma. Uh, She also said, but Oklahoma is facing an abortion access crisis 
that poses an immediate threat to our community's health and reproductive freedom. And like, this is coming on the heels of with Texas having passed theirs. A lot of people in Texas who needed access to abortions were having to leave Texas and go into Oklahoma for them. And now Oklahoma wants to do this. Like they're literally trying to make it fucking impossible for you to even be able to afford to travel far enough to be able to reach some fucking, you know, medical care there. Um, I forget which company it is, but there was there was a there was a significant company that was offering to pay uh, their employees or pay for their employees to travel to another state to get an abortion if they needed one. So that's that's cool, but it's kind of like meaningless if it it's only need available to, be to a necessity. Right. 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 You should you should be able to get full access to healthcare regardless of where the fuck you're at or how bigoted the people around you are. This is fucking right. trash. Um, the legislation SB 612 prohibits people in Oklahoma from performing abortions unless they are doing so to save the life of a pregnant woman in a medical emergency. A person convicted under the bill would be guilty of a felony and could face up to a hundred thousand dollar fine or a maximum 10-year prison sentence. A pregnant woman could not be charged with a crime for having an abortion. Um, at least they put that stipulation in there, but it, this is still a shitty fucking bill because they, they have no grounds anyways. Like, what the fuck are these people thinking of, even you know, wanting to legislate what you can do with your own fucking internal organs? Fuck you, you know? Um, yeah. The Oklahoma House approved the measure by a 70 to 14 vote last week. That tells me y'all ain't voting right when it comes to electing these motherfuckers. Because if you 14 in favor of this trash ass fucking bill, you, you got bigger problems coming your way. Um, let's see. Republican State Senator Nathan Dom, one of the bill's authors, said... Quote, Senate Bill 612 is the strongest pro-life legislation in the country right now. That's not pro-life. That's in and of itself an act of violence against the pregnant person who does not want to be fucking pregnant. This would even affect cases of like underage girls, victims of incest, things like that, that, you know... If it's not in a medical emergency, what, you're going to force them to give birth to a fucking incest baby? Um, and further Same thing them? for Kentucky. This is fucked up. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, the Oklahoma House passed a bill that would ban many abortions and allow private citizens to file civil lawsuits against anyone who performed an abortion. So they don't even have to be relative to any of the shit. If they just find out that you got an abortion, they can go sue the doctor that did it. It could be a nosy ass fucking Karen of a neighbor, um, which is similar to the Texas law that passed uh, yeah. in September uh, or took effect in September, you know, passed last year. But uh, yeah, it says here nearly half of the patients being seen in Oklahoma uh, are from Texas since that happened. Wow. 
know. <laughs> it's a fucking problem. Like they're trying to cut back access so fucking bad. Of any women or anybody else who happens to have a fucking uterus ain't gonna want to live there. <laughs> Other than the ones that, you know, have internalized misogyny. Um GOP lawmakers are counting on Roe to be overturned. Uh, although the Oklahoma bill will most certainly invite a legal challenge if it becomes law. So I guess even the governor signing it doesn't, you know, finalize things. Uh, so it says if it becomes law, you know, experts say the measures. Supporters are likely to be unmoved by that prospect, though. Uh, quote, I think this is just a reflection of the fact that lawmakers in Oklahoma as in much country are pretty confident that the Supreme Court is going to overrule Roe and that it's just a matter of time until a law like this can go into effect, uh, said Mary Zeigler, uh, visiting professor of constitutional law at uh, Harvard. Uh, Zeigler said the law may even be blocked from being enforced in the short term, but the Republican lawmakers are counting on the Supreme Court to toss out Roe in the summer, clearing the way for such a law to take effect. They may lose the battle, but they will think they're going to win the war. That's what she said. Um, speaking at the bill signing, Oklahoma Attorney General John O'Connor said, uh, the ability to decide whether to allow or outlaw abortion. Uh, he said the states should have the right to make that decision, and that's what we're hoping in the that the U.S. Supreme Court does is return it to the states and the people. I disagree. There need to be basic legal protections that stand countrywide so that you don't have to worry about being outvoted by a bunch of fucking bigots in your state who just want to fucking commandeer the rights over what you do with your skin suit. Um, the fucking audacity. Agree. They need to back. Even as the constitutional right to an abortion has remained in place, states have left pre-Roe abortion bans in place or passed trigger laws that would prohibit the procedure if the Supreme Court ever allowed states to make that decision. More recently, lawmakers in conservative states from Alabama to Idaho to Arizona have passed new restrictions on on abortion. Um, I didn't realize these laws used to be really. I must have been too caught up in the uh, transgender legislation. Right. I I was unaware that Arizona had, too, until just now. Um, that's fucked up, man. Uh, we're going to have to we're going to have to do an article on this. Your audio like, is going so garbled. I was saying that we need to do it's doing an article. Fine. I was saying okay. that we need to do an article on this, um, probably yeah. specifically you and Vicky, because Vicky has already brought up uh, contributing to that. But yeah. Anyway, sorry, I'm getting yeah. off topic. Because um, I would definitely like to pull all of the most recent fucking anti-abortion bills passed countrywide and see you know, be able to show, here's this fucking trend. Gee, Bible Belt, for the most part. But then expanding out from there. <laughs> um, 
let's see. At the end of the 19th century, there were laws that were, you know, common to explicitly criminalize performing an abortion. Um, at what point, almost every state had one. But that changed in the 60s and the 70s as advocates pushed to repeal such restrictions in the years before the Roe decision, which ultimately guaranteed that constitutional right to an abortion nationwide. And now this, this is why I'm very vehemently fucking against reformism, because look at the cha-cha happening that every couple of decades, oh, here's a little progress. Oh, here we're going to walk it back and restrict your rights over your own fucking skin suit again. Yeah. It's, it's not making progress if somebody else can turn around and be like, well, you might have had support for that, you know, 30 years ago, but not now, or even 40 years ago. Not now. No, we changed our minds. We want to govern over your fucking bodily organs again. Well, uh -huh. it, it's one of those points of people who have that toxicity of seeking control. They're trying to control other people when they should start and end with them fucking selves. If you want to control somebody, control yourself. I'd be trying to fucking control what other people do with their skin suit. Give me a moment. Right. I'm waiting for the, to load for the Kentucky bill. That's update. fine. Um, actually, I'll take this oh. moment, if that's okay with you, to... Uh, Try to remind everybody, I've, I've fallen off on this a lot, uh, plugging our Patreon. <laughs> um, I'd like to take a moment to ask anyone who supports what we do or anyone who wants to help us grow to support us materially by becoming patrons. Uh, Patreon.com slash for we are many. Um, we are ramping back up our uh, Patreon content which we're very, very behind on, but uh, we're bringing back the movie watch alongs, probably not till June, but we're bringing that back. Um, so let us know what you would like to watch and discuss. Um, we're working on merch. Uh, we're working yes. on a rebrand. Oh yeah, Patreon, I'm kind of getting off topic. But, it all goes hand in hand. It all comes back to the rebrand, ultimately. Um, but yeah, we're going to be doing uh, AMAs. So, you know, we'll set up streams where literally you guys just ask us questions and we answer it pretty straightforward, right? Um, but again, that'll be for patrons, just like the, the movie watch alongs are. And um, we will probably have our merch available to our patrons first because we appreciate you guys. Yeah. That's all. Back to your regularly <laughs> regularly scheduled programming. <laughs> right on. Good shit. Good timing. The page is fully loaded now. Um, on Thursday, abortion rights groups went to court seeking to restore abortion services in Kentucky, where the last two abortion clinics signaled with the sweeping new restrictions imposed by the Republican legislature. 
Uh, two lawsuits filed in federal court in Louisville asked that a judge intervene to block the law from taking effect while the case is litigated. Kentucky's GOP-dominated legislature overturned Democratic Governor Andy Bashir's veto of the abortion measure on Wednesday as the chance of abortion rights advocates shouting, bans off our bodies, echoed through the state house as it fucking needed to. You can keep your bans to your fucking self. You get to ban yourself from stuff, not other people. Uh, they joined Republican lawmakers across the country in passing new restrictions, while some Democratic-led states have worked to preserve or expand access. In Kentucky, the new law is filled with revisions to the state's abortion laws, with many new requirements that clinics must meet. Uh, the two remaining abortion clinics in Kentucky, both in Louisville, the state's largest city, can't complete because the law mandates a new regulatory process that hasn't even been set up yet, resulting in a constitutional ban on abortion. Uh, it's impossible to comply with its vast provisions, resulting in an immediate ban on abortion in the Commonwealth, absent this court's intervention, uh, is what the plaintiffs had said in court. Uh, Kentucky's Republican Attorney General Daniel Cameron said he is ready to defend the new law. The General Assembly passed House Bill 3 to protect life and promote the health and safety of women, and we are prepared to earnestly defend this new law against the challenge from Planned Parenthood and the ACLU. He can go fucking off because as a woman, I'm going to yeah. tell you, you are not protecting life, promoting health, or any of us. Epic fail. Um, yeah. It, it almost seems like white men should stop trying to fucking play women's motherfuckers. Um, abortions performed in Kentucky are the result of medication procedures. The new law, which took effect immediately, requires such women be examined in person by a doctor before receiving the abortion pills through a registration process that hasn't even been established. The EMW Women's Surgical wow. Center was closed Thursday cannot provide abortion services until a court grants a temporary restraining order, while Louisville's Planned Parenthood location has remained open for other services such as STD testing, ultrasounds, birth control, etc. Um, no protesters appeared at midday outside the Planned Parenthood office, and only two stood silently signs outside Surgical Center, which has been targeted so frequently by protests that the city law in 2021 creating a 10-foot wide buffer zone. The new Kentucky law... I, I, what do you, you want to bet? Oh, had something to do with it. I, I, I would put money on it. Just saying. Right. <laughs> um, it's their favorite thing to do. Go assault people coming out of Planned Parenthood. That's how to be a good fucking bigot. Um, the new Kentucky law also requires new reporting that will violate patient privacy, um, providing women with no protection against having their identities exposed through the information submitted by the clinics. Opponents also condemn the new law for failing to make exceptions for pregnancies caused by rape or incest. These are violent crimes. The bill forces these women to be violated again, said Democratic Representative Rachel Roberts. And... All I can say is this, because that's when telling people for a yeah. long fucking time, all this is violating 
people who have already survived some of the fucking worst that life can throw at you. Um, with this new law, Kentucky now aims to ban abortions after 15 weeks of pregnancy, replacing the 20 limit in the state code. Okay, this is still restrictive. Uh, a lot of people might not know and they are pretty far along, you know, you, you might not find out till you're eight to 10 weeks pregnant. Um, it just depends on the timing of your cycle and when you actually got pregnant. It also depends on what birth control you're on because you could be totally used to it's be hit and miss because of taking birth control and not even know that you've actually missed one because it only comes every few months instead of every fucking month. So, right. you know, like this is, this is too fucking restrictive. Um, the 15 week ban is modeled after a Mississippi law. Big surprise there. Uh, that the U S Supreme court is considering in a case that could dramatically limit abortion rights in many States. Uh, the law supporters wanted Kentucky's stricter ban place in case the Mississippi law is upheld. In Florida, of course, Governor Ron DeSantis signed a 15-week abortion ban into law on Thursday. Ugh. It's all these fucking red states everywhere you look. They're like, all right, time for more misogyny to come out. Um, what the fuck? Yeah, what no, it's completely unacceptable. And women and men. But women should be in the streets in every one of these states. And men, if you give a shit about the people around you, you probably should be too. Right. Yep. Yep, everybody needs to be countering the voices of these fucking bigoted-ass legislators. Um, sad thing is, is there's... So many people in these states that fucking agree with them that, you know, they're the ones who voted for them. They feel like they're finally being represented and, you know, pushing Satan back. Fucking, oh. Sorry, yeah. no, I mean, usually that, that's, that's just, that's what, that anything they don't like is the fucking devil. They think they're winning some kind of fucking spiritual war by fucking women's bodies. They're not. They're not. They're just trying to push us back into draconian fucking rule where somebody else gets to have more say over our uteruses than we do. Right. And it's fucked. It is. So our next topic, we're going to make this pretty short. Um, actually, uh, all I put in the notes is that we're going to we're going to riff about how this is all uh, products of capitalism. However, the uh, chief of the IMF said that the Ukraine war and inflation uh, will threaten the global economy. I mean, surprise, I, I think that we said that as soon as the invasion started um and we've kind of been talking about inflation for well all year and then some so I, i'm just saying um her 
Is it? Yes, it is. Okay. I was I wanted to make sure that the picture was the, the person. Anyway, um she referred to high inflation as a clear and present danger to the global economy. Uh, the consequences of the invasion were contributing to economic downgrades for 143 countries, although most of them should continue to grow. The war has disrupted global trade in energy and grain and is threatening to cause food shortages in Africa and the Middle East. I don't think it's going to be limited to Africa and the Middle East, but the fact that the areas that they're like oh yeah yeah fuck these places are brown people i'm just saying like every every comfort that we take advantage of is directly at the expense of the global south and that one line right there proves it right right they're not punishing any of these fucking oligarchs Darks that are causing all the fucking problems. Um, they're not fucking punishing any of the Nazis involved that are causing the fucking problems. They're punishing completely separate populations, whether it's even just the local common people of Russia and Ukraine or everywhere else that is being supplied by grain from that area. And bam, there the fuck it is. They don't give a flying fuck that doing this is going to starve a large area of the global fucking south. Yeah. We're literally dealing with psychopaths in government every fucking where. They don't care how much fucking harm that befalls regular ass fucking people. Right. Um... So she goes on to say that grain and corn prices are soaring. Leaders across Africa and the Middle East are telling you that supplies are running low. Already, already, food insecurity is a grave concern. Now imagine what that's going to look like when that hits Europe or when that hits North America. That's when they'll start to give a shit because they'll be like, oh, fuck, we can't have it affect white people. One of the things that I wanted to talk about on this, and it's a little late to add it to the agenda now, to be honest, maybe we should do it as its own piece uh, in the beginning of May, which I guess that's a good segue into saying May 1st is our goal for the rebrand. And there's a lot of things that are coming with that. Uh, you know, we'll be back up from the one stream a week that we're doing right now. Uh, we will have early release uh I almost said albums, Jesus Christ, episodes for patrons, so on and so forth. Um, who knows? Maybe we will have an album. Not on May 1st. I'm kidding. but That would um, be too quick. But. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but all of this is supposed to uh, coincide with uh, International Workers Day or May Day. Um, anyway, point is, sometime after that, we should do a piece on what's going on in Sri Lanka right now. Speaking of food insecurity, yeah. holy shit. Right. Dude, that whole situation has blown the fuck up. Yeah. I mean, that, it got to the really point of outright government censorship. Like, all right, time to turn the internet off. 
Yeah. Just so people couldn't be telling the world just how fucked up their living experience is right now. Yeah. And I mean, there's been several violent protests. Um, and I think that that's a canary in the coal mine, as Dean would put it. It's not going to end there. That's my point. Ukraine, um, I, I allocated 15 minutes for this segment, but to be honest, I don't know if we're going to need 15 minutes on this segment. I don't really have a whole lot. Um, I, I talked about Bucha uh, a little bit last week. Um, so, you know, if you want to like add in any anything pertaining to that or anything that I may have missed in the last week, you're welcome to do that. But the only thing that I really have is the Russian warship, uh, the Moskva being sunk. Ukraine is claiming they hit it with a missile. Russia is claiming that there was a fire on board. But either way, it uh, got promoted to submarine. Damn. I thought that was funny. I'm listening. Yeah. Just very twisted humor. And at the same time, a donkey outside started braying. <laughs> And I just had to pause for a moment <laughs> because the timing was like he was laughing at you. Um, just like <laughs> donkeys wandering by is just a thing out here. Uh, sure is. Give me a so, uh, well, the the missile missile cruiser Moskva, named uh, in honor of the Russian capital, was launched during the Cold War. Uh, 1983, I want to say it was, saw service during conflicts in Georgia, Syria, and Ukraine and helped conduct peacetime scientific research with the U.S. Go figure. Um, the vessel was initially initially christened the Slava, okay. or Glory. Um, it says here... The Russian Defense Ministry said the heavily damaged Moskva sent a storm Thursday under tow being gutted by fire. It previously set off some of its weapons and forced the crew to evacuate on an attack by Ukraine on the ship, which normally would have about 500 sailors aboard. That's what I was curious about because I hadn't seen much of this, so I wasn't sure if they got missiles or anything like that. Um, because Maxim Marchenko, governor of the Odessa region, said that Ukraine stuck the, struck the ship Wednesday with two Neptune missiles and caught um, back an advisor to defense minister later said he was unable to confirm its fate or it had been hit by Ukrainian forces. And here, Russia's no, we didn't get hit by shit. We had a fire, <laughs> you know? Um, and that right there shows just how uh, ineffective, you know, the, the Western media is even being at, at finding out what's really going on, you know? Did I lose you? No, I'm here. Oh, okay. 
Ah, you were talking, so I just made you full screen. I don't know. Okay. I I thought you disappeared into the ether again because I, I was waiting to see if you wanted to grab a piece here and, and just go back and forth like we usually do. <laughs> Um, um, so the, the Slava, uh, was launched from a shipyard in the Soviet Republic of Ukraine in July, 1979. Uh, uh, it served as the flagship, sorry, of the Soviet fleet in the Black Sea. It carried both surface to surface and surface to air missiles, deck guns, torpedoes, and mortars as well as having a helicopter deck. Uh, during the Cold War, it also carried nuclear weapons. Who would have fucking thought? In 1989, under Soviet leader Gorbachev, uh, and great guy. Yeah, great guy. No. Uh, U.S. and Soviet scientists took part in a joint test above the, or abroad, aboard, I'm pretty sure that's supposed to say, but it says abroad. Aboard the Slava in the Black Sea to measure the emission of neutrons and gamma rays from a nuclear warhead on a cruise missile. Uh, in late 89, the Slava was supposed to host a meeting off Malta between Gorbachev and then President George H.W. Bush. But gale force winds, winds prompted the Soviet-hosted side of the talks to be held instead on the docked cruiser Maxim Gorky. Wow. Hmm. Um. I mean, in in terms of more recent shit, though, the last couple paragraphs. Uh, after Russia invaded Ukraine on February 24th, the Moskva took part in an, an attack on Zemini, or Snake Island. Uh, that's, you know, Russian warship, go fuck yourself. That's, that's the, the ship. That's the Russian warship. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Associated Press cannot independently verify the incident, but Ukraine and its supporters consider it an iconic moment of defiance. On Wednesday, uh, President Volodymyr Zelensky's Instagram account posted a photo of him holding commemorative stamps marking the purported moment. What? They show a lone Ukrainian soldier on a beach, rifle in one hand, and the other giving the middle finger to the Pasking Moskva, it's one two one ship number visible on it. There is still Hollywooding the fuck out of him. Yeah. Of course they are. That's that's why they liked him. He was a Jewish guy willing to shake hands with Nazis and do dumb shit like that for state propaganda. Yeah. Fucking what the fuck? I mean, especially he's like, you know, none of that is even confirmed. Your own official flat out said we can't even confirm it. And everyone else is like, yeah, no, there, there was a fire on board. Um, and how they're actually in there fucking pretending like this was some kind of act of defiance on the part of the Ukrainian uh, military. It's a joke. A fucking joke. A fire, you know. Fires happen. You have a fire on a boat that's loaded with weapons. There's going to be a lot of shit going boom. Okay? That, that doesn't mean you get to claim that you did it. Fucking idiots. It's... 
anyway. I'm like, I kind of want to see if anybody's got footage, like video where it didn't happen. <sighs> Fuck. Oh, it's just sad to see it getting propagandized like that of like, here, have a stamp. Oh, uh, my God. Yeah. I'm always going to point this out, but we cannot forget that Zelensky was an actor. Is mm -hmm. an actor. Yeah. He played president on a sitcom and then got elected. Mm hmm it's, it's, yeah. Should sound familiar. <laughs> we we had one of those two. Which one? The reality show star or the uh, movie actor? Well, I was thinking of Reagan. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what I was asking. Reagan or Trump? <laughs> yeah. Well, so yeah, we've had two of those. Yeah, but um, yeah. Oh God. Yeah, uh, I don't really, I don't really have myself anyway anything else uh, really up to date on Ukraine. Um, um, I do not either. I need to check and see if there's any updates from the ground from Russell Bentley. And if so, I'll grab those videos to be able to share with everyone next week and, uh, see what the word is there. Um, all right. Yeah. Well, uh, not that this ever happens, but we are actually a little ahead of schedule by about five minutes. Um, weird, right? <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, so I don't even know if we need 10 minutes for this, let alone 15, but Musk, Elon, he wants yeah. to he wants to buy Twitter for $43 billion. I think instead, right, that he should go to patreon.com slash for we are many and subscribe to the Elon Musk tier. <laughs> For a hundred thousand dollars a month, because we would make way better use of that money than he ever will. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Just saying. Anyway, little little shameless uh, self promotion there, but yes, and some trolling. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I really miss. I real. I really miss Don. You know, with his uh, Elon. Elon, Elon buddy. Yeah. So I'm looking yeah. in your window. <laughs> <laughs> a few of those got If you want me to <laughs> You're great. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, man. We need to grab some clips of the Elon buddy stuff and just start yeah. throwing it on Elon's page. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, if any of you want to go on Twitter, for example, right, and you want to, like, grab uh the link to our patreon and just like spam the shit out of elon with it you know i think at some point he might just he might just do it just to get us to shut up <laughs> i mean he's got the money too yeah. why not right anyway sorry life of frugality and oh see how how good of a human I'm being. I'm living in a $50,000 house when I could be in a massive mansion. 
and I refuse to buy a new bed when this one is collapsing. That type of shit that his ex is bitching about. Um, here, we'll give you something to do with the money. <laughs> Just like a drop of it. Right. Right. I, I mean, fuck, he probably makes 100000 a minute, if not more. I'd have to look it up. I wouldn't be surprised. I know he makes more than the Walt their minute eighty thousand. What's one minute of your pay? So to donate a month. Mr. Anyway, Mars. Twitter uh, revealed in a money. dude for real. Twitter revealed in a securities filing on Thursday that Musk has offered to buy the company outright for more than $43 billion, saying the social media platform, quote, needs to be transformed as a private company in order to build trust with its users. In other words, take it out of public trading, Musk owns it, period. Um, That's not going to build trust with its users and being publicly traded is something that builds trust with its users if you want to call it that but no i i get what you're saying but uh, in, in comparison you know if, if you had to yeah. pick which one of these two things is going to earn your trust more being held by one fucking asshole <laughs> or a whole bunch of people that you could even join in and, and take part and buy some of this stock and, you know, have a say in things like company policy. Um, it's not going to be, let's concentrate power in the hands of one fucking individual. Ever. Well, okay. So like here, here are this next two sentences, right? This is also Elon Musk quote. I believe free speech is a societal imperative for a functioning democracy. I now realize that the company will neither thrive nor serve the societal the societal imperative in its current form. So, like, if we're talking, like, straight up uninhibited free speech, right? So, does he really mean that? Is, is my weight going to be equal as somebody on the right's weight? Or is this going to be a skewed thing like it already is? Because, I mean, right now, Twitter will allow Nazis, but they won't allow communists. That. Is he going to fuckerberg the fuck out of it? Right. That's what I want to know. Um, wow, he did an interview at the uh, TED 2022 conference and decided to expand on that idea. It said, having a public platform that is maximally trusted and broadly inclusive is extremely important to the future of civilization. Time out. Time out. A public platform? Right, right. Then why is he trying to take it private? That, that, that. Also, claiming that you yourself as an individual is maximally trusted and broadly inclusive, do I need to fucking remind you? That everything you have done was due to blood diamond money. Well, you don't have emerald, trust nor but... are you inclusive. Well, that too. Um, 
but even in his family, like his, his money is generational. They've been exploiting the fuck out of South Africa for many fucking generations, exploiting the fuck out of the labor of the people who are indigenous to the land. Listen, colonizer, you are not fucking trusted, nor are you inclusive. Stop trying to apply adjectives to yourself that are nowhere fucking near you. Yeah. Musk, who described Twitter as, quote, a de facto town square, detailed some specific potential changes Thursday, like favoring temporary rather than permanent bans. So what's changing? Nothing really. Uh, But is mostly described as aim in broad and abstract terms. Uh, He said he wanted to open up the black box of artificial intelligence technology driving Twitter's feed so that people would have more transparency about why some tweets might go viral and others might disappear. Jesus. Quote, I wouldn't personally be in there editing tweets, but you would know if something was done to promote, demote, or otherwise affect a tweet. So still, he wants to make sure nobody sees your shit, just like Zuckerberg, but is going to send you a message with the excuse of why. Yeah. That's so much better. Why didn't we think that? Yeah, for sure. Motherfucker. That's wild. Like, you know, at least Zuckerberg doesn't bother to try to fucking sugarcoat a turd. You just get a message of your has been t- taken down. Good luck figuring <laughs> out pretty... why. It'll, it'll say you broke community rules, but not. <laughs> right. This is a pretty good dig right matter. here. Musk has. Musk has described himself as, quote, a free speech absolutist, but is also known for blocking other Twitter users who question or disagree with him. Actions speak louder than words, Elon. Yeah. Uh. Just saying. Fuck. So I, like, I don't block anybody for just disagreeing with me. If I block somebody, it's because they're being utterly fucking intolerable with the shit that they're like throwing on the page or throwing on a group or whatever, you know, uh, where it's like, okay, yeah, no, this might be free speech, but it's not protected from ramifications. And, you know, like you don't get to go on a racist rant here or go on a misogynist rant here, etc. Um but uh, when he's blocking people just for posing a different point of view, there's a problem. Yeah. Like So to- I think it should be all of our goals to get blocked by Elon Musk. Right. That means we're getting to him, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Doing the good work there, you know, pissing off. Assholes who like to ride dick rockets. Uh, for sure. So we, you know, we we definitely need to keep him and Bezos in mind when it comes to taking our trolling of them to master levels. They really do have it coming. They have so much shit coming. 
we need to hit it from every account we have. <laughs> Get to block them all. <laughs> Fucking bastard. Agreed. Um, um, so that's the that's roughly the ten minutes that we had allocated to that. Um, do you have anything else that you want to add to? I mean, um, honestly, I'm like going through this, and so far I'm not seeing anything else really pertinent on, yeah, on the every, ethical every, issues. It's just discussion of like their price per share. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's kind of just fluff, honestly. Most of that article is fluff. Yeah, sucking Forbes dick and dumb shit like that. Yeah. Like I don't care how Twitter is performing in the fucking stock market all that is is rich people's feelings once again um i was just looking to see if there was any more inflammatory quotes of like really did you did you really just say that about yourself as if it's true uh and oh there is one musk also said i'm not saying i have all the answers here but i do think that we want to to be just very reluctant to delete things and just be very cautious with permanent bans. It won't be perfect, but there should be a perception in reality that speech is as free as reasonably possible. Whatever that Sincerely means. will block and delete your discussion. <laughs> the guy who debate on Twitter. Oh, God. Just okay. I'm closing that article. For fuck's sake, Elon. The fact that he called so, himself uh, still chaps my ass. Um, he called himself what? Trustworthy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> no, sir. You are not. Just ask any of the people working in your mines over in South Africa. I'd like their take on that. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I'm de I'm debating like whether or not we should give like a, a, a sneak preview of the. Um, obviously, like we don't have the whole thing done, but you know the. That fist up in the corner isn't going to remain that fist too much longer is more or less what I'm getting at. I'm okay with it if you want to show the new logo. I, I think the others would be too, not to speak for them or anything, but, you know, this is some pretty stellar work. I dig it. Courtesy of the, the almighty Dean. Yes. This is just genius. I love it. It's the fist that's also a sound wave. It's sick. I fucking love it. <laughs> yeah. Is, is it showing? Yes. Okay. I was just making sure. Usually it says like you are sharing this window or whatever, but it didn't. So I was like, uh... yeah, anyway, that's, uh, that's it. Um, Obviously, it'll 
yeah it'll it'll be with a color scheme and you know like the the for we are many logo our words themselves are being redone we're gonna have a slogan what (laughs) (laughs) indeed so yep nice little teaser there new shit coming keep your eyes peeled it'll be hitting may 1st we're gonna go through everything and uh just update it all at once. Like, well, bam. New fits. Yep. Yeah, that's going to be... I'm going to have to be off of work that day. <laughs> There's no way. Because, like, I mean, we got to <laughs> we gotta do it all at the same time or not do it at all, pretty much. And there's right, that's YouTube, take Anchor, the website, uh, yeah. you know, the Facebook, the Instagram, the TikTok. Y- you get the point. Yep. Yep. Uh, the website's also <laughs> going to be having some pretty significant changes um, also going live on May 1st, so. Yes. Any who's it? I don't He's think I have anything left. <laughs> what? I said I'm geeked to see all of it coming together. For sure. This shit's going to sure. look so sleek and streamlined. Chef's kiss. Amen. Um, So I guess it's time for the outro song, ain't it? It is indeed. Oh, yeah. We're going to have a new one of those, too. Oh, shit. Finally. (laughs) We've talked about doing that for like six months. Part of the rebrand. Anyway, I'll shut up. I'm falling